When one door closes, another's probably getting ready to smack you in the ass. Nice. My Brook Hills coffee house on common grounds had been reduced to rubble by a freak but devastating blizzard. The very livelihood of Maggie Thorson was in serious jeopardy. If another door closed on me, I'd need at least a window to jump out of. That's a glass-half-empty kind of thing to say, don't you think? I asked, following my friend Sarah Kingston through the doors of another unsuitable storefront, located in yet another unprofitable strip mall. Halfway out I stopped short, the stress of the last two weeks, and a full day spent with Sarah, overtaking me. I think that you, of all people, would want to put a positive spin on this. As my real estate agent, you stand to make money if you find us a new location. If being the operative word. If Sarah found a new place we could afford. And if gourmet coffee survived the economic downturn. Hell, even Starbucks. You're an idiot, Maggie, you know that? Sarah, who had already been heading to the car, turned back to me. I meant slap. The screen door she had just exited slammed shut, trapping me in the airlock between that door and the more solid one swinging closed behind me. Which, of course, smacked me in the butt. Sarah opened the screen door to let me out. Sorry, but I warned you. I rubbed my rump, which was going numb. Sorry, my ass. Exactly. She raised her eyebrows at me. I suppose you hate this one, too. I stepped off the sidewalk and into the parking lot to survey the long, squat brick building fronted with dark square windows. It's characterless. Not to mention, some feeling was returning to my butt. Dangerous. It's perfect. Sarah snatched the listing sheet from me and stuffed it into her briefcase. My cousin Ronnie is a contractor, and he can fix that door in ten minutes. The space is already outfitted as a coffee house. Hell, what do you want? You and Karen would just have to move in. No build-out, no new equipment, no nothing. That's because it was a coffee house. This is the middle of an industrial park, which is why Perkins Stew couldn't survive. Once the people working in the area realized they couldn't really get stewed here, the place went belly up. What makes you think a resurrected uncommon grounds wouldn't do the same? This is a perfectly good location, Sarah said, a defensive tone seeping into her voice. Besides, you and Karen know how to market yourselves. I looked around. For lease signs filled the windows of not just the building we'd been in, but half the factories and wholesale businesses on the two blocks I could see. The strip mall itself was set well back, barely noticeable from the street. The only positive was plenty of parking, which we wouldn't need because nobody was likely to find us. It's crap. Sarah seemed almost, almost hurt. And you're complaining about my attitude? You're not exactly Little Mary Sunshine yourself this morning. I sighed and sat down gingerly on the curb, thinking about last night's telephone conversation with my partner, Karen Egan. Karen had been too busy to hunt for new locations with me. After two weeks of ducking my calls, she'd finally fessed up. Patting my palms on the thighs of my jeans, I said, Karen wants out. Sarah started to join me at the curb, but glanced down at her usual uniform of baggy trousers and flapping jacket and thought better of it. Once out of what? Her marriage again? Tell her to find another boy toy and purge the urge from her system. Oh, if it only were that simple. A dalliance with an acneed mini-mart clerk and Karen would come running back to me in our coffee house. This time it's on common grounds she wants to dump, I said. She claims our first year was tough enough without having to start all over again. 
Three or four murders, a couple of betrayals, the occasional natural disaster. What had Karen expected? We were small business owners in America's heartland. Maybe they're having money troubles. I looked up sharply at Sarah, who was digging in her pockets, likely for a phantom cigarette. She'd given him up months ago, but the reflex was still there. Bernie and Karen? I asked. Why? What do you know? Sarah shrugged, but didn't answer the question. Karen's husband, Bernie, the attorney—yes, yes, I know—seemed to be doing quite well, even on our country's economic roller coaster. The couple had a lovely home on an acre or—they're selling? I asked my real estate friend. Did Karen ask you to list their house? Sarah wouldn't meet my eyes. I can't say. You just did. Sort of. Besides, all I have to do is check the advertisements. It's not on the market yet. That's all I can tell you. Yet. Yet. 